the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. House Democrats have introduced a resolution to block the national emergency declaration that President Trump issued to fund his long-sought border wall. Today's move sets the stage for a showdown that could result in the president's very first veto. An Israeli spacecraft rocketed toward the moon for the country's first attempted lunar landing and followed a launch last night that was carried out by the firm SpaceX. North Carolina's elections board ordering a new election in the nation's last undecided congressional race after reviewing evidence that the contest had been tainted by ballot fraud. On Wall Street this morning, stocks trading higher. Right now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average up almost 93 points. The S&P 500 index better by nine. And the NASDAQ Composite Index up 30 points. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC. From time to time, Salem TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. Like It Matters Radio is headed your way next year on Wellness 1570. Head over to our website, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. You'll find our full program guide, links to podcasts, and uh, much more. From the Eagle Wellness Studios, mostly cloudy, low 30s today. We'll see some snow likely, a little wintry mix tonight with a low near 27, so pretty mild. For your Saturday, clouds 24, could see a little rain, drizzle, or snow, and a better chance of that happens Friday night or uh, Saturday night as well. Parkinson's disease is a neurological movement disorder affecting an estimated 1 million Americans, including many under age 40. The American Parkinson Disease Association is the largest grassroots network in the United States, working to help ease the burden and find the cure for those coping with Parkinson's. Visit APDAoptimism.org today to find out how you can help millions live with dignity and optimism. Your action today will help APDA put an end to Parkinson's disease. Want to know why the market closed where it did today? Catch Josh Arnold's Closing Market Report every weekday at 427 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. Josh will give you instant analysis and insight of the day's events that impacted the market. It's straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Listen every day at 427 p.m. to the Closing Market Report with Josh Arnold, investment consultant and registered investment advisor, here on Wellness Radio 1570. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. Recent research even shows that in a sample of 1,200 colleges and university faculty, 53% held unfavorable feelings toward evangelical Christians, while at the same time holding favorable opinions of most other religious groups. So how do we reverse this ever-rising tide? At Wellness Radio 1570, we believe we have a solution. Wellness Radio is proud to announce our exclusive partnership with Judson University. Through our partnership, we are excited to offer a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half, making a private Christian college education even more attractive and affordable. These tuition grants are available now. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406 to learn more. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote. 
at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today we're going to talk about overcoming adversity. You know, we've had a long week and some great radio shows. I mean, this week we've had a couple guests. Uh, Yesterday we learned about uh, transactional analysis and the ego states with Abe Wagner. And the beginning of the week, we had a man by the name of Mark Jackson. And we talked about overcoming. And if you didn't listen to a, a Tuesday show, Overcoming with Mark Jackson, I would highly recommend you listen to it. See, Mark was a, a highly successful stock market trader, making millions of dollars during his 30-year career. But it wasn't enough. Unmitigated greed derailed his career and sent his life into a downward, downward spiral. In early 2010, he pled guilty to one count of racketeering under the Colorado Organized Crime Act, Class 2 felony. On May 25, 2010, he was sentenced to a 15-year prison term in the Colorado Department of Corrections, which he served five years and is now out on parole. I think he owes $21 million in restitution. He's going around speaking on white-collar crime just to... Just an interesting guy, really enjoyed the conversation. If you missed it, go to likeitmattersradio.com, and it's called Overcoming, colon, Mark Jackson. I want to talk about this thing called overcoming, because, you know, we, we, we use words all the time, uh, and we don't know what they mean. You know, there many words have multiple meanings, multiple meanings. Uh, matter of fact, the most uh, defined word in the English dictionary is a word called set. Over 400 uses for that word. Uh, you know, I do counseling a lot, you know, with a husband and wife. Well, if you love me, you do this. Well, if you love me, you do this. Oh, yeah? Well, if you love me, you do this. Well, if you love me, you do that. Don't you see what's going on? They have not defined the word love. Even the Bible itself, uh, when you see the word love, there there are a few different Greek words that mean love. Uh, agape is uh, is godly love, unconditional. Um, uh, eros is sexual love, which is not in the Bible. Uh, what is it? Uh, phileo is brotherly love. And storge, storge is compound word. It's familiar love. But they're all translated as love. And trust me, agape love uh, and eros love are much different. Phileo love and agape love are much different. Even in the Bible, uh, Jesus, when Peter, uh, Jesus came back after the resurrection, he asked Peter three different times, uh, D- Peter, do you love me? Of course you know I love you, then feed my sheep. He was actually apping, uh, asking, do you agape me? Do you agape me? Do you phileo me? If you go back to the original text, and so we want to make sure we understand what words mean because some words can have multiple meanings. And even though we're using the same words, uh, we have a total different meaning form. So I like to define words. So overcome. Overcome is a verb. It's succeed in dealing with a problem or difficulty. It's defeat an opponent. It's to prevail. It's uh, of an emotion. It's overpower or overwhelm. It's to prevail over something, to get the better of in a struggle or conflict, to overpower or overwhelm in body or mind, as does liquor, a drug, exertion, or emotion. Do you see? That's what overcoming is. 
It, it's uh, synonymous, synonym, sorry, synonym, syn- I was going to say synonymous. Synonyms, get the better of, prevail over, control, get control of, get, bring under control, bridle, tame, master, gain, mastery over, deal with, conquer, defeat, vanquish, beat, solve. Sound like pretty cool, right? Again, synonymous, defeat, beat, best, conquer, trounce, trash, rout, vanquish, overwhelm. Boy, are there things in your life you'd like to vanquish? That is powerful. That's what overcome means. It doesn't mean easy. It doesn't mean no problems. It doesn't mean uh, everything that happens to your life, you can file a suit against someone, you can attack somebody. That's not what it means at all. What is it to overcome and what is it to overcome adversity? We are celebrating Black History Month in February. And man, some of the people that we celebrate the most when we look at Black History Month are those people who had to overcome, right? I mean, Martin Luther King had to overcome. Rosa Parks had to overcome. Many black people uh, had already strikes against them just because of the color of the skin, a choice that they didn't have. Now, some of us have to overcome things that we've done, and that's what the Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson made some choices in the past. And we live in a society anymore where our choices have no consequences. And why does that matter? Because if your choices have no consequences, how will you ever learn to choose differently? And so many of us, we rescue people. And so when they go through the adversity, and maybe some of that adversity is self-inflicted, self-caused, and then we remove their consequences, how will they ever learn how to get better? So today... On Like It Matters Radio, we want to talk about overcoming adversity. And I want to recommend a book today. I like to recommend a book, if all possible. Good book. Read it years ago. It's by Oz Hillman. It's called The Upside of Adversity. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, Oz Hillman, O.S. Hillman, The Upside of Adversity. And here's a quote from his book. He says, One thing I have learned is that God is always present in our suffering. He wants us to see adversity from his perspective so that we can live through it, learn from it, grow by it, and become the people he created us to be. Matter of fact, in the Christian world, if you are a believer in the God of the Bible, uh, there are three steps to the Christian process. There's justification, there's sanctification, and there's glorification. Justification, if those of us that believe in the Bible believe that we are justified by faith alone, by grace alone, in Christ alone. And so that's how we're justified. Nothing we can do can make us good enough. And then the sanctification uh, is taking all the ups and downs of life, all the trauma, all the adversity, and God uses us to grow him. That's where Romans 8.28 comes from, right? All things work for the good, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Make sure that's a conditional statement. They'll work to the good if you are called by God according to his purpose. And so today, we want to talk about overcoming failure, overcoming adversity. And it doesn't matter where that came from, right? It is what it is, what it is, what it is. And so what do Michael Jordan, Abraham Lincoln, and J.K. Rowling all have in common? They know that failure is a stepping stone to success. In other words, they learn to overcome adversity. A quote from Michael Jordan, I have missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I have lost almost 300 games. On 26 occasions, I have been entrusted to take the game-winning shot, and I missed. I have failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Michael Jackson, I'm sorry, Michael Jackson, I apologize. Michael Jordan knew how to overcome adversity. And by the way, so did Michael Jackson. How about Abraham Lincoln? You want to take a a look at a list of failures? Oh my gosh, one of the greatest presidents in our country, a godly man, a good man, a smart man. No one better to to run this uh, union except in the time of the Civil War than Abraham Lincoln. I mean, lost job, and let's see, in 1832, lost a job, defeated for legislature. In 83, 1833, I'm sorry, 1833, failed in business in 1834, elected to the legislature in 1835, his sweetheart Ann Rutledge died in 1836, had a nervous breakdown. 1838, defeated for Speaker. 1843, five years later, defeated for nomination for Congress. 1848, lost renomination because he was elected two years earlier. 1849, rejected for land officer, defeated for Senate. 1854, see that? 
It's so much failure. And yet he kept picking himself up, dust himself off, and hit again. And we know who J.K. Rowling is. But, you know, she got turned down so many times. So many times. And she says, failure gave me an inner security that I had never attained by passing examinations. She said, failure taught me things about myself that I could have learned no other way. I discovered that I had a strong will and more discipline than I had suspected. I was also found out that I had friends whose value was truly above the price rubies. And so today, what we're talking about is overcoming adversity. And at the end of the show, I'm going to give you four items that you must have to overcome this thing called adversity. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what a pastor from Here's North what a pastor from North Carolina, who served for 33 years, said about leadership awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is North Star Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be that the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a neurologist is to evaluate and determine as precisely as possible the cause. The way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. There are some conditions which uh, are amenable to physical therapy that we provide through my office. Some may require surgery, and we make those uh, referrals as well. But the point is, when we make those referrals, we make those referrals to people in whom I have great confidence. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthstarPainCare.com. Again, NorthstarPainCare.com. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog. Click the follow button and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work, one-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And today, we are talking about overcoming adversity. Overcoming and adversity. Two words uh, that by themselves are powerful, but when put together are way more powerful. And if you're going to be a true leader, a good leader, uh, if you're going to live a significant life, then you're going to have to learn how to overcome. A uh, matter of fact, one of my favorite verses in the book of Proverbs uh, is Proverbs twenty four sixteen. A wise man, a righteous man will stumble seven times, but get back up. But the wicked will stumble into ruin. Don't you see it? At adversity, some people treat adversity as a growing, a way to grow a way to stretch, a way to be tested, a way to know thyself. But the same adversity as some use to grow, to know thyself, to test thyself, other people use it to play victim, 
to feel sorry for themselves. We live in a world today that if things don't go the way you want it, we look at what degree of a victim we are. What shared victimhood? Are we black? So we can claim that as a reason we weren't successful. We had hard times. If we're a woman, we can blame our, our, our adversity on being a woman. Uh, if we're an immigrant, we can blame. I mean, that's not the greatness of this country it was found upon. We didn't have excuses. We pulled ourselves up by our bootstraps. We learned how to overcome. We learned how to pay the price. We learned how to do hard things for a long period of time that created good things that stayed with us for a long period of time, right? So we need to learn how to overcome adversity. But if we're going to overcome something, we need to realize that it is part of life. If you're going to play big in life, if you're going to live a significant life, then you're going to do things that other people say can't be done, shouldn't be done. I love Edward Guest. He's one of my favorite poets. And here's one of his poems said it couldn't be done. Somebody said that it couldn't be done, but he with a chuckle replied that maybe it couldn't, but he would be one who wouldn't say so till he tried. So he buckled right in with the trace of a grin on his face if he worried he'd hit it. He started to sing as he tackled the thing that couldn't be done, but he did it. Somebody scoffed, oh, you'll never do that. At least no one ever has done it. But he took off his coat and he took off his hat. And the first thing we knew, he'd begun it. With a lift of his chin and a bit of a grin, without any doubting or quit it. He started to sing as he tackled the thing that couldn't be done. But he did it. There are thousands to tell you it cannot be done. There are thousands to prophecy failure. There are thousands to point out to you one by one the dangers that wait to assail you. But just buckle in with a bit of a grin. Just take off your coat and go to it. Just start to sing as you tackle the thing that cannot be done, and you'll do it. I love that. Such a great little poem. So we defined overcoming in the first segment. So let's define adversity in this segment. Adversity. Adverse or unfavorable unfavorable fortune or fate. A condition marked by misfortune, calamity, or distress. You, you hear what adversity is? An uh, adverse or unfortunate event. Maybe you might call it unfair. You know, we, we, we live in a country where it was the seeds of unfairness that allowed people to overcome and grow. God uses unfairness to grow us, to stretch us. It's easy to get irate at somebody when things don't go well, but can you hold your tongue, even if you have the, the right to lash out? That's what makes people great. That's what some of the great people that we celebrate this month of February, Black History Month, people that held their tongue, that overcome much adversity, that was very little of it was to do with their own, choices that weren't their own. I think of Jackie Robinson and the adversity he had to overcome and why they chose him to be the first black player in Major League Baseball. I think of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., whose birth name was Michael King. But his dad, Michael King Sr., went to Germany and studied Martin Luther and the peaceful resistance and how he changed our faith peacefully. And so Michael King Sr. came home and changed his name and his son's name to Martin Luther King Jr. because... He saw how to overcome adversity peacefully. Adversity. When circumstances or situations work against you, you face adversity. Refugees from war, torn countries encounter terrible adversity. Adversity, a noun, which has been part of the English language for over 800 years, comes from the Latin adversus, literally means turned against, and figuratively, hostile or unfavorable. When things seem against you, circumstances or a stroke of bad luck or just prejudice or racism or bigoted or hatred, you are facing adversity. However, sometimes people use a form of the phrase turning adversity into opportunity. This refers to the ability some people, some companies, have to take a bad situation and make it into a successful one. And that's why I, I had commented before about J.K. Rowling. She spoke about failure and how it changed her at her Harvard commencement speech. And she said the knowledge that you have emerged wiser and stronger from setbacks means that you are, ever after, secure in your ability to survive. 
You will never truly know yourself or the strength of your relationships until both have been tested by adversity. Such knowledge is a true gift for all that is painfully won, and it has been worth more than any qualification I have ever earned. There is value in adversity. See, remember, we don't really respond to things as they are. We respond to things as we believe they are. No one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. And so there is value in adversity, if you can frame it that way. According to Solomon, one of the wisest men who ever lived, there is an extraordinary purpose to the type of adversity or conflict that comes into our lives that is beyond our control. See, we, can, we can't control the cards that life throws at us or deals us, but we can control how we play them. So they're talking about, and this is from the book uh, by Stephen K. Scott called The Richest Man Who Ever Lived. This is quoting from that book. He says, The purpose of adversity is to melt away the outer crust of common rock that surrounds our souls and hearts and produce, refine, and reveal the character within. He says, accessible attributes emerge that cannot be developed by any other means, like the refining process of gold or silver. The result of this is that we become much stronger emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually. Rocks containing minute quantities of gold are worth a few dollars per ton. Refined gold is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, I'm sorry, hundreds of dollars per ounce. Similarly, Conflict and adversity are the smelting processes that can create or refine our true character. And all the powerful attributes that attend such character, patience, compassion, kindness, courage, faith, perseverance, loyalty, integrity, and love. So rather than being angered, discouraged, or resentful of adversity and conflict like we are today in America, right? we should embrace them for the benefits and opportunities they provide. For without the fires of adversity and conflict, there is no refining process for our character. It is the two-a-days in football camp. Uh, It is boot camp in the military. How do you go to get stretched and tested to push? How do you know what you're made of? That's why I do likeitmatters.net. Go to the internet, type in www.likeitmatters.net. Read how I create a fiery furnace in two and a half days. How I teach you how to overcome adversity. How I squeeze you to get all the crap, all the hurt, all the doubt, all the fear, all the pain. To bring it right up to the surface so it can be dealt with. So going back to the book by Stephen K. Scott, The Richest Man Who Ever Lived. He says, so each time we encounter adversity, we have a choice to make. Either we can give into it and become discouraged and angry, or we can choose to be patient and look to the long-term benefits that may result. Whether we make a conscious choice or choose by default, the choice is ours nonetheless. Choosing the first path, first path will make us bitter and guarantee our sense of loss. Choosing the latter will make us better and stronger. So that's really the question. Bitter or better? Stronger or weaker? Victim or overcomer. See, adversity is inevitable, especially if you're going to play big, if you're going to play the life of a leader. It's inevitable. But difficulties or misfortunes don't have to keep you from achieving your intended goals and finding the happiness you seek in business and in life. See, it's how we overcome these adversities that make the difference. It's how we overcome these adversities of life that define who we are. See, every challenge we successfully conquer serves to strengthen not only our will, but our confidence, and therefore our ability to confront future obstacles and adversity. It's a a practice ground. Dictionary.com defines the word adversity as a condition marked by misfortune, calamity, or distress. This term describes a struggle. May it be a series of unfortunate events or a personal sorrow. Adversity is a powerful word. It has a common negative connotation, as it is most often associated with catastrophe, hardship, and misery. In spite of this, adversity has a greater meaning. It has an under-the-radar ability to unify and empower. In times of trouble, members of a family, community, nation, and world come together to overcome obstacles set by adversity. Adversity describes the beauty of destruction, as it has the power to unify and generate character. Did you hear that? Sometimes we got to tear down to build up. And it is truly one of those great traits of a leader. The ability to overcome. 
the ability to deal with the unfairness of life, the hardships of life, instead of being bitter to become better, instead of becoming weak in our own victimhood, to become strong by learning to overcome, by allowing other people's wrongs to be between them and God. We are called to forgive. We are called to forget. We are called to move on. And if you truly want to move on, you need to lighten your load and quit holding on to your bitterness, your resentment, the poor me, the victim mentality. Some of those things you just got to let go because they're holding you back. They're keeping you stuck in the past. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about overcoming adversity on radio that's inspirational, educational, and applicational. We'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening Workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Chicago, March 14th through the 16th. Details at likeitmatters.net. You own a local business or any business, and your national competition has a backroom of digital marketing minions who are eating your lunch. But you can beat them with our digital marketing experts. We're Salem Surround. We can surround potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We make every digital dollar count towards sales success. We won't waste your money. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers from everywhere. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis. March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we have a great show. We always have a great show, but today we're talking about overcoming adversity, not anxiety, adversity. Uh, and if you miss any of this radio show, you need to listen to the whole thing because if you're a leader, if you're playing big, if you're in a marriage, if you're in a job, if you have kids, then you need to get the skill set of overcoming adversity. So you can go to likeitmattersradio.com and listen to this message and months of archived messages and podcast form. Uh, in Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, we play twice a day on your AM dial, AM 1570. You can also go live stream with AM 1570, which is called Twin Cities Wellness Radio. So if you go to your computer and go TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com, 
You will find us there twice a day, uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're also in the beautiful city of St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, and in St. Louis, we are on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience, uh, Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. You can listen to us anywhere in the world. That's what I said, anywhere in the world with iHeartRadio. Uh, app on your phone, an app in your computer. Just go to iHeartRadio and query or search for Wellness Radio 1570. Wellness Radio Minneapolis, either one of those. Uh, and uh, you will find us twice a day, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And if you go to uh, iTunes, you can find us there too. You can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio on iTunes. And if you want a training that will truly change your life, if you want to take what I talk about at, on the radio and apply it at the cellular level, actually experience it, to live it, to feel it, to breathe it, to drink it, if you want that to make it part of your experience, go to likeitmatters.net. Uh, we'll be in Dallas at the end of the month with the class. Uh, and then in March, we're in Chicago. Uh, we're in Minneapolis. And then I think in April, we're back in Dallas. So go to likeitmatters.net. You can read all about that. And if you do Facebook still, uh, like us on Facebook. And I'm highly recommended today the book by Oz Hillman. read it years ago called The Upside of Adversity. He says, one thing I've learned is that God is always present in our suffering. He wants us to see adversity from his perspective so that we can live through it, learn from it, grow by it, and become the people he created us. To be. You know, I think it was Frederick Lewis Donaldson that said that seven social sins are wealth without work, pleasure without conscience, uh, knowledge without character, commerce without morality, science without humanity, worship without sacrifice, and politics without principle. Might I suggest growth without adversity would be nice to be added to that list. You know, Orison Sweet Martin said this. Every man or woman is a stranger to their greatest strength, their mightiest power, until the test of a great responsibility, a critical emergency, or a supreme crisis calls it out. Be grateful for these challenges. They awaken the giant within us. And that truly is the gift of adversity. I know it sounds weird, but there is a gift of adversity. It helps us to grow. It helps us to learn about ourselves, right? Adversity toughens us. Adversity tests our character. It tests our armor. It sees where we're susceptible to attack, where we're weak. It teaches how to overcome. We got a lot of lessons. And the old saying is, if you don't learn from the past, you're doomed to repeat it. And that is the gift of adversity. You know, a guy goes to New York City. He's from down south. He's in George, from Georgia. He wants to do some sightseeing. He jumps in a taxi cab. He asks the taxi cab driver, hey, Mac, What's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall? And the guy goes, that's easy. Practice, practice, practice. That's the gift of adversity. As we practice, practice, practice overcoming. As we practice, practice, practice picking ourselves up, dusting ourselves off and hit again. As we practice, Proverbs twenty four sixteen, a righteous man will stumble seven times but get back up, but the wicked will stumble into ruin. That's what it takes. It's kind of like the words of L.E. Thayer in his poem, For Every Hill I've Had to Climb. It says, For every hill I've had to climb, for every stone that bruised my feet, for all the blood and sweat and grime, for blinding storms and burning heat, my heart sings but a grateful song. These were the things that made me strong. For all the heartaches and the tears, for all the anguish and pain, for gloomy days and fruitless years, and for the hopes that lived in vain. I do give thanks, for now I know these were the things that helped me grow. Tis not the softer things of life which stimulate man's will to strive, but bleak adversity and strife do most to keep man's will alive. Over rose-strown paths the weaklings creep, but brave hearts dare to climb the steep. Amen. So, if you're going to play big, if you're going to live a life of significance, remember there's three levels to live in. We can live in survival, we can live in success, and we can live in significance. The difference between those three is the significance requires other people's input. You can survive on your own, you can be successful on your own, but you can't live a significant life 
on your own. So adversity is inevitable. But difficulties or misfortunes don't have to keep you from achieving your intended goals and finding the happiness you seek in your business and your personal life. It's how you overcome these adversities that make all the difference. It's how you overcome these adversities of life that define who you are. It's how you overcome those things from your past that allow you to create a better future. See, every challenge we successfully conquer serves to strengthen not only our will, but our confidence and therefore our ability to confront future obstacles. I got this from an article on uh, theodysseyonline.com. Theodysseyonline.com. It was uh, from May 9, 2016. They were talking about natural disasters. And here's what they said. Natural disasters embody the true nature of adversity. Hurricanes, earthquakes, and tornadoes are environmental harmatias. harmatias, uh, In other words, terrible things that happen that humans have no control over. When Hurricane Katrina struck New Orleans in 2005, thousands of lives were destroyed. Winds gusting at 140 miles per hour ravaged the city. Houses were flooded, set ablaze, and knocked over. Thousands of family members, thousands, were lost. The community already struck by poverty was burdened by an estimated $100 billion damage fee. The wreckage caused by Hurricane Katrina can be viewed as adversity. This catastrophic catastrophic event ruined thousands of lives, yet something beautiful can be found underneath the rubble of the collapsed city. The nation united in effort to aid their fellow citizens. The National Guard saved thousands of lives on rescue missions. Charity groups, people of all ages, races, economic backgrounds, traveled from all parts of the nation to rebuild homes and bring supplies. The Red Cross raised money to support the victims. Tide, a laundry detergent company, drove trucks around the city providing free laundry services for people who lost their homes. These acts of kindness are what make adversity so empowering. The dire circumstances of the city of New Orleans post-Hurricane Katrina brought the country together. In a time where Americans obsess over material goods and money, it is beautiful to see gracious acts of kindness. Watching innocent victims lose their homes, personal belongings, loved ones, and their own lives brought viewers down to earth. Isn't that incredible? Adversity can embody multiple meanings. While adversity is a struggle, it is also a triumph. It knocks down yet builds up. Adversity is a true test of strength. Those who overcome adversity learn important life lessons. Surviving a difficult journey to achieve a positive end result is not only fulfilling, but educational. We can learn to accept adversity by taking advantage of what it can teach us. Getting up from being knocked down shows strength and dedication. Whether the adversity is a personal or global struggle, it empowers us to help one another overcome challenges. Hurricane Katrina is an example of the unifying force that adversity can have upon a large group of people. Seeing fellow citizens impacted by a tragedy such as a natural disaster brought the unaffected citizens to support those in need. When times are hard, giving up is not an option. Adversity is able to destroy, unite, and empower all at once. Remember, we got to realize it's not what happens to us in life that matters. It is the narrative. It is the explanation. It is the replay. It is the remind, the recollect, the remembering. Think about those words, to remind ourselves. To recollect, that means to put it back together. To remember. I don't know about you, but I used to do Mr. Potato Head. Right? Anybody know Mr. Potato Head? And every time we put his arms and his legs back on, we were remembering him. To remember something is put it back together. I deal with people all the time with PTSD, and man, PTSD is a loop that plays over and over and over. I can spend two sessions with someone with PTSD and clear it up, clean it up, get rid of it. It's an unconscious mind thing. It's a tape that's running over and over and over and over. And every time we remember it, every time we recollect it, every time we remind ourselves by playing it over, we feel the feelings. Remember, transactional analysis, there's a stimulus and a response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens, our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so as soon as someone says something or does something, we automatically go to our past. We go to what we know. We go to our visual field or our auditory field or our kinesthetic field. We see something, we say something, we feel something based on our past. And then we respond to that. We don't respond to what was done to us. We respond to what we believe 
was done to us. And so when we talk about overcoming adversity, there's a lot of adversity we have to overcome. Some of it is what other people put on us. Some of it is our own past, our own choices, like with Mark Jackson. He made some terrible choices that had consequences. But let's be honest, some of our overcoming is other people's limiting beliefs about us. Some of our overcoming is our own beliefs about us. Some of our overcoming are walls that we put up or belief systems that we adopted years ago to get through traumatic experience. And so after the break, I'm going to give you four things that are needed to overcome adversity. It's going to take these four things in your life. No matter what the adversity, whether it's fair or unfair, whether it's self-produced or externally produced, of how you can not only overcome it, but you can use it to your advantage to become the leader that you were created to be. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about overcoming adversity. And again, if you miss this radio show, you need to listen to it again. Go to likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this radio sta- this show and many other archive shows. And please don't keep us a secret. Please uh, tell others about us so we can be heard anywhere around the world in iHeartRadio. And Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you change your world. And this radio show is a blessing because if you've been through my training, after you get out of my training, you got a daily coach on the radio. You got access to me 24-7. You have my private cell phone. Radio show is great by itself. Don't get me wrong. But, boy, if you want to exponentially increase the value of this radio show, 
Go to likeitmatters.net. Put yourself in a class. Let me teach you how you work. Let me teach you how you're made. Let me help you uh, uh, clarify or calibrate, recalibrate your thinking. Let me help you resuscitate your heart. Let me help you learn more about yourself in two and a half days than you could possibly learn about yourself in years outside this classroom. Go to www.likeitmatters.net or you can email me at mrblackmr.black at likeitmatters.net. And so I've been talking about overcoming adversity and for this last segment, I want to give you four things it takes to truly overcome adversity in a positive way, to use it to its greater good. I don't care if the adversity was self-inflicted, was externally inflicted. I don't care if the adversity was fair or not fair. Uh, If I don't care if you're a victim or a persecutor, none of that matters. I'm going to tell you, you need these four things if you're going to truly be an overcoming overcomer of adversity. So number one, it takes to, uh, what it takes to be a, uh, um, I don't know, an overcomer would be critical thinking. I met the enemies living in my shorts. You've got to challenge your own structure of your thoughts. We have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. Majority of those thoughts are repetitious and they're unconscious. And a lot of them aren't that good. I just got to be honest with you. In order to be a true critical thinker, to get stop being a drone, start thinking for yourself. Remember, the mind is a terrible thing to waste, whether you're black or white, orange or brown, it doesn't matter. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. So in order to do that, there's three pieces of being a critical thinker. Number one, you got to be creative. you got to think outside the box. you got to be willing to believe even when other people aren't willing to believe. That's why I have a faith in God, because even when the world tells me no, God tells me go. Even when the world calls me low, uh, God says, I know, I know you, and you can do that. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans for hope in the future. So you got to be creative. You got to be reflective. We're told to live and examine life. The Bible actually says that if we uh, challenge ourselves, if we uh, live and examine life, if we challenge ourselves and keep ourselves pushing to get better, that God doesn't feel the need to do that if we're doing that. I'm paraphrasing, but we got to be reflective. We got to be honest and look at ourselves and take a look. Are we living up to what we claim to be? Who cares if someone else was wrong or right? Did we represent ourselves in the best possible light? I tell myself this all the time. When I stand before God someday, no point can I say, well, Val did this, or my daughter did this, or my dad did this. They could care less. Who? I'm not asking what other people did, God will say. I'm asking, how did you respond? Remember, Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross. He said seven things on the cross, and the first was, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Boy, talk about adversity. Talk about overcoming. There's a great picture. So we've got to be creative, we've got to be reflective, and then we've got to be adaptable. You know, in the presupposition for NLP, the element in the system with the most flexibility has the most power. We've got to be adaptable. We've got to be the element in our system that has the most flexibility so that we can become the most powerful. So it's going to take, if you're going to be an overcoming, uh, overcomer of adversity, you've got to be a, a true critical thinker. You've got to be creative, you've got to be reflective, and you've got to be adaptable. The second thing it's going to take is you've got to be aware of the logical levels. Remember Dr. Robert Diltz, created something called, actually it was Gregory Bateson's work with Robert Diltz that created the logical levels, the neurological levels. I've heard him called many things. For the longest time there was five levels, now there's six levels. From the bottom up, and the bottom are less uh, effective, the top are more effective. Change takes place from this top down, but I'll give you the order from the bottom up. And the bottom is environment, then behavior, then capabilities, then belief systems, then identity, and then spirit. You got to understand the power of logical levels. The notion of logical levels refers to the fact that some processes and phenomena are created by the relationships between other processes and phenomena. Any system of activity is a subsystem embedded inside of another system, which is embedded inside of another system. It's those uh, kachinka dolls type of thing. This kind of relationship between systems produces different levels of processes relative to the system in which one is operating. Our brain structure, language, and social systems form natural hierarchies or levels of processes. 
And here's the example that Robert Diltz gives. He says, consider the rate of change or speed of an automobile. Speed is a function of how much ground the vehicle covers in a certain amount of time, e.g. 10 miles per hour. Thus, speed is the relationship between distance and time. The car's velocity in moving from the garage to the highway can be said to be at a different level than a car, a garage, a highway, or a clock because it is a property of the relationship between them and cannot exist without them. Similarly, think about this. The profitability of a company is at a different level than the machinery used by that company, and an idea is at a different level than the neurons in the brain which produce that idea. So from the psychological point of view, there seem to be six levels, and this is the logical levels, that human beings work with most often. The basic level is your environment, your external constraints. And the next level up is you operate on that environment through your behavior. And the next level up, your behavior is guided by your mental maps and your strategies which define your capabilities. And the next level up, these capabilities are organized by belief systems and values. And the next level up, beliefs are organized by identity. And the last level up, your identity derives its essential meaning from why you are here. So you must know the six neurological levels of change. And Dr. Diltz did much work with the neurological levels of change. And change works itself down the chain, not up. Your spirit at the very top of the chain is your bigger connection to this universe. Maybe you don't believe in God, but what is your bigger purpose for existence? The second level is identity, and that's who you are. The third level is belief system, and that's everything you do or do not do stems from this. The fourth level is capabilities, what you believe you are capable of. The fifth level is behaviors, what you do. And the sixth level, the base level, is environment, where you hang out. And remember, the lower levels have less impact. You can take an alcoholic out of their environment, the lowest level, and they're still an alcoholic. But if you send them to AA and they realize that there's a higher power, see how you start at the top with the spirit, then everything else changes. And so you've got to know the neurological levels and you've got to understand how they work because we've been told for years that you criticize the behavior, not the person, and you compliment the person, not the behavior. Why? Because you want to build people up. Why? Because if you look at the neurological levels, it's a lot easier to change what you do than who you are. If my son Christian tells me a falsehood, he tells me a lie, and I attach that to his identity, I say, Christian, you're a liar. I've attached that to his identity. He is now a liar in his unconscious mind, and a liar lies. But if I go deal with the behavior at the second from the bottom instead of the second from the top, and I say, Christian, you lied to me, that's not acceptable. Again, it's a lot easier to change our behavior than it is to change who we are. So the second thing you need to do or you need to possess uh, what it takes to overcome adversity is an awareness of the logical levels. Number three, it takes a reason why. It takes emotional involvement. It takes desire. Desire to be better you. Desire to be driven by the truth, to know the truth. Desire to to push yourself, to overcome, to pick yourself up, to dust yourself off, and to hit it again. Which brings us to the fourth thing that you need, and that is perseverance. You got to keep going. Jacob Rias says it best. Look at a stonecutter hammering away at his rock perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Yet the hundred and first blow, it was split in two. And I know it was not the last blow that did it, but all that had gone before it. Newt Gingras said, perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the hard work you already did. Napoleon Hill said, strength and growth come only through continuous effort and struggle. Calvin Coolidge put it pretty simple, nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talents will not, talent will not, nothing is more common than unsex, unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistent and determination alone are omnipotent. And that's what it's truly going to take. If you truly want to be an overcomer of adversity, go to likeitmatters.net. Know that you need to believe in yourself and know what you're capable of doing and have a reason why to get up each day to do what you do and go home at night and get up the next day and do it again and again and again. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. 
For 30 years, the healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? And what changes are needed? What does this mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Or can you change the system to keep your doctor in practice? These and a host of other questions will be addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, and his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Wellness 1570, Saturday afternoons at 2. Dr. Trobiani brings his 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry and offering solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Wellness 1570, and listen to Dr. Trobiani's insights into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. Saturdays at 2 on Wellness 1570. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.